You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Welcome to the second episode of the 2024 Dragon Con Report. We are nearing the halfway mark to the big event. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew. We have Jen, of course, with us. Howdy. Your your second day working behind the scenes, working all that magic. Thank you. (laughs) We also have with us Channing. (laughs) I'm here. Fresh off the power of technology. <laughs> fresh off his, fresh off his vacation. He's rip roaring, ready to go. Yes, right? yes, yes. I'm I'm all nice and tan and bronzed and re- refreshed and ready to get back to work. I need I need one of those. How do you go about getting one of those? Uh, the tan, the bronze tan, or getting refreshed? No, those vacations. Oh, vacations. Vacations. How do you <laughs> um, have a friend who threatens to kill you if you don't go to her destination wedding? <laughs> that that helps. That's awesome. Awesome. Can you believe we're at the halfway mark already? No. Um I have no cosplays ready. Um I have several friends who have no cosplays ready. Um and I know people who are still looking for hotels. So <laughs> Well, that's a great segue because we're gonna be talking about all about hotels and yeah, see the way you go. Uh all about hotels and all the hijinks, everything that we can talk about. We've got a special guest joining us for that. Uh yeah. Russ is here with us too. There we go. Hi everyone. Howdy, Howdy sir. How you doing? Howdy. All right, all right. Can you believe we're at the halfway mark? Already? I'm stunned. It seemed like yesterday Dragon Con ended and we're already back. <laughs> What happened? That's what. That's why I tell people it's never too soon to prepare. Never too soon. I mean, in a way, it doesn't. It feels weird for us because this is only our second episode, so we're not. We don't feel like we're quite at the halfway point. But it seems like, yeah, it's all, all downhill from here, really. (laughs) (laughs) The rush has begun. How does does the old Batman series go? The worst is yet to come. Uh, No, let's hope not. Anyway, um, let me get some business out of the way. Then we'll talk about some news, some notes, some guest announcements, and then hotel information stuff. Uh, We are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. The ESO Network also has a Patreon page. Thank you, patrons, for your support. We really do appreciate it. We want to welcome all our viewers on Facebook and YouTube. Howdy, howdy. Uh, The audio version of our show is still going to be available in all the usual places. In addition, you can always access past episodes at dragonconreport.com. However you access the show, 
please like and share, like and share. We really appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit that button wherever, you know, it's somewhere there, right? Um, and if you want to leave us direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to email us at, at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Or you can reach out to us on, we're available on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and the like. So, uh, we are an official, sorry, we are an unofficial. Yeah, I know. I almost got into big trouble there, right? Big announcement. No, we, we, I know we're still left on our own. Uh, we're still outside looking in. The Dragon Con Report is an unofficial podcast of the con. We are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. For all the official news, we strongly recommend checking out the official site and the social media outlets. So, with all that said, let's get started with some news and notes. So, uh, we've got the, you know, sort of the usual uh, dates to uh, keep track of that we're keeping track of for you, at least some of them, I hope. Um, the five-day membership is now $140, and it will be that way until March 15th. And then it goes up to 160 until June 14th. Yeah. Probably go up another, yeah. what, $20 yeah. usually, right? So, yeah, it's not so. going to get cheaper. That's the thing people need to remember. There's not going to be a, a Groupon or a promo code. The price is the price, and it's only going to go up. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and uh, parade signups are now open. So they're open. Uh, if you want to participate in the parade, you are welcome to do so. Sign up now. Uh, media applications are open on March 15th. So that's coming up in, uh, wow, a couple weeks. Uh, the art show applications are open until March 1st. So if you're listening to this and you want to participate in the art show, you better get that application done like. ASAP. I love the art show. Uh, and it's a great, great event. It is. Absolutely it is. I think it's one of the things that uh, I don't know how many people like, you know, participate in it. Um, but uh, it is one of the things I, I liked it when it was part of the comics and pop art area, too, because it seemed like those were really linked. Um, and I think the separation is kind of it's been awkward at times, if you will. But um, I understand that they got to do what they got to do. It, it allows more artists to participate in the art show and it allows more comic people to participate as well. So uh, as the show gets bigger, I think it's just one of those growing pains. But certainly um, I, with the art show, you don't usually have to wait in a line to get in. Just, just so. right before it opens <laughs> for the day, for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I wish they were in the same building. That would be great. That would be a nice step. Yes. Um, yeah. It, yeah. When they used to be, it seemed like it was it was kind of nice to have uh, the art show be our neighbors yeah. uh, and, and vice versa. Well, I feel like there's um, some overlap so, between the two sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It It's weird. I did not, you know, until I was doing the dates and everything, looking at, at stuff, that stuff up, I didn't realize that the art show applications like are like closed by March 1st. That's pretty early. Uh, most of the other applications are are have deadlines that are you know further away than that. For example, new vendor applications, uh, well, they're open until March fifteenth. So, I don't know how many space how much space they have uh, for as, new as vendors. As far as I know, uh, I there's think, like a multi year wait list. Yeah. I think returning so, vendors get. But, yeah. First dibs. 
of course, yes. But there are always some that cancel. So yeah, it'll be you have to yeah. fill out the application though. So uh, it's not something. It's, those aren't yep. that isn't information <laughs> that we're privy to. Uh, performer applications are open until March thirty first. So you have about a month if you're interested in performing at Dragon Con. So, uh, but right away we're seeing that there's a lot of things about Dragon Con that already. You know, they're closing the door as far as being able to participate, whether it's media, uh, whether it's the art show, vendors or performers. It's, I mean, at the end of March, boom, you know, that those that door's closed, uh, at least for this year. Uh, Guest applications are open till May 31st. Now, the comics and pop artist um, site sales still says June 15th. So I don't know if that just applies to comic people that they can still apply to, to June 15th or not, but don't take the chance. If you want to be a guest, uh, apply now as soon as possible, certainly before May 31st. Uh, fan tables, uh, that application is also open. There's no end date to that. So I'm not really sure what uh, criteria they use, but again, like everything else, if you want to participate, get your applications in as soon as possible. Um, and they're always taking volunteer applications. So, uh, volunteers, uh, that application is still open and yeah, it will probably remain so till the end of the con or until the end of the con really, because they're always looking for people to participate. So, um, oh, speaking of volunteers, the first volunteer meeting's coming up. It is, uh, the 10th of March at the Weston Peachtree. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, if you cannot, if you're not in the local area of Atlanta, uh, you can participate via, uh, I think they have a, a Zoom or some sort of streaming uh, setup so that you can still get the messaging in uh, regarding um, anything that applies to, you know, uh, volunteers yeah. and tracks and the various tracks and what they're looking yes. for. The volunteers are the so. unsung heroes of Dragon Con. They really are. Unsung yes. heroes, unsung heroes, absolutely. We try to sing their praises as much as we can. Trust me, I learned this but, week uh, I'm a terrible singer, so I'll just speak <laughs> their praises. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. Um, but there you go again, uh, Channing, and that's why we have you here because you're the de- direct link to the next thing. So, because speaking of heroes, now we're talking about the Dragon Con superheroes. Uh, which is also a program that I think is makes Dragon Con as special as it, as as it is, uh, because they do a lot of charity work, uh, including in February they did a Valentine's program where uh, they partnered with Open Hand Atlanta, making Valentines for homebound clients. So they had a lot of people volunteer, actually send in, make it, make homemade Valentines, which they distributed to people who are not able to leave their house. Uh, and so that is, uh, that's pretty amazing. Uh, last year they got, um, over 400 of them that they distributed, which is pretty sweet. Um, I don't see, I don't know what the numbers were this year, but I know that they wanted to top that and get over 500. So hopefully they did that. Um, Very so, nice. uh, they also had a, um, Hunger Action uh, Center. Uh, they also volunteered at the Hunger Action Center for the Atlanta Community Food Bank uh, just on February 25th. Uh, I saw some pictures of that. That looked pretty amazing. Uh, a bunch of people showed up to help out with the food bank. Um, and uh, that's just amazing that they that they do that kind of thing. So uh, 
Um, again, not the de- no details yet exactly on how many they participated or anything like that. But as we get that information, we will share that to you guys as well. Uh, the, if you want to participate, though, as a Dragon Con superhero, um, you can do so. Uh, they have a mailing list. So you just go to dragoncon.com and, or .org, rather, and uh, you can sign up there. Uh, put your email address in and they will send you updates to that. The next event that they have scheduled is on May 11th and it's called it's MedShare where they need volunteers to help improve the quality of life of people and our planet by helping to sort, identify and package critical medical supplies that will be shipped to underserved communities in the U S and around the world. So that is going to take place on May 11th. So if you're interested in that or any of the other superhero programs, uh, reach out to Dragon Con and uh, get on that mailing list. Uh, as I said, we're halfway to Dragon Con. Uh, there is, uh, in addition to a um, volunteer meeting on the 10th, there's actually a meetup a Marriott at the Marriott at the Pulse Bar on March 10th as well. It, t- it seems to be taking place during the day. It is not official. But it is for folks who just want to show up and and talk about what they're what they're how they're how much they're not well, ready for and, this and year's dragon. It is a tradition as well. It is the it's the halfway to con meetup. Gotcha. So. Any any ideas how long this tradition has been as going? As long on? as I've been attending con. <laughs> yes, it's, it's definitely been for a few years now. Um, I'm glad it's going on because we'll talk about this more later. I have a mission for anyone who's going to the Marriott meetup, but I'll, I'll bring that up later. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that is actually uh, happening on the 10th. Uh, again, the same day as the volunteer meeting. Uh, so if you're planning a volunteer, you can go to the, you can check out the uh, meetup first. Because I think the the meetup starts at one and ends at six and the volunteer meeting i believe is starting at four so um so it does sort of uh, uh overlap that would be a later but later version of the meetup too yeah. i would yeah. think so yes oh, oh of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh and uh there's also a online meetup uh again unofficial but the folks at the uh, dragon con theater and performing arts lovers uh, that group is setting up an online meetup. That is actually happening February 29th. So that's in a couple days as you're, if you're watching this live, uh, it is on February 29th. So uh, you can check all the details out at their page. We'll have a link for that. Um, and there will be a track status update, all the information that is going on with that group, as well as their ribbon reveal Ooh. for this year. So... Uh, let the let the ribbon reveals commence, yes. right? The, theater track <laughs> excites me and scares me um, just because I, there's going to be a lot of talent there. And there are so I feel like there's going to be so many of them. They're just going to like overwhelm a lot of the other groups, which is a good thing. But I feel like everybody's mm-hmm. just expecting, oh, this is a first time group. You know, they won't have that many people. And we're just going to be swarmed with theater kids. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Adult theater kids, but still theater kids. And personally, I'm excited for it. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely see that as uh, something that eventually is going to happen. Yes. Um, if it if it already hasn't. Um, 
So, uh, so, um, also, um, you know, we're going to, there's some hotel information that came out, some new stuff regarding the hotels, but we'll talk about that later when we get, when we get deep into the, uh, hotel hijinks, as I like to call it. Um, the only other news item that I saw, uh, was a, um, notice that um, Dragon Con has updated a statement regarding vendors and artists that are participating in Artist Alley, the art show, and the vendor hall, is that um, no AI artwork of any kind will be allowed to be sold or distributed in the Dragon Con art show, comics, and pop artist alley, or vendor halls. Failure to comply with our AI policy can lead to immediate removal from the show floor, there will also be some inquiries as to using copyrighted material on your products. Um, and it says, if I ask about your product and you don't have a license for said product, please don't take offense. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm not sure exactly. I was trying to find the source of where this came from, and I'm not really sure exactly where it came from. So um, as far as the notice, like who the I is, and if I ask about your product. Um, however, um I would not be surprised. I'm, I'm kind of glad to see if this is true that I'm glad to see that Dragon Con is taking this stance on, on AI art um, because it, yeah, it's just one of those things that I think if the sooner we get control over it, the easier it's going to be to handle. Yeah. And I think it's still too much of an unknown. Um, just, just at this point, I have nothing against AI, but yeah, if I was um, an artist and something that I had hand drawn was going up against something that um, a computer did based off a couple of voice prompts, I'd be a little upset too. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what or how or even if the policy might change, you know, five, six years from now. Uh, after, again, we've got sure. a better understanding of AI and its, its abilities and limitations. Yeah, it'll be fascinating how this evolves over the, in the coming years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I mean, AI is a tool. And, um, you know, I think it's just one of those things that it's a tool that we want to make sure doesn't get out of hand right off the gate. Um, so once parameters are set as we develop this tool, then I think, you know, the conversation can be had to, um, you know, what constitutes art and what can be sold, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so yeah, we'll definitely take a look at that. Um, and, uh, again, yeah, I see that, uh, yeah, some folks in the chat. Hello folks. Howdy. Howdy. I don't know if we've said howdy to you guys yet, but I did. <laughs> there's, there's good, good. I'm glad. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, well, we don't. Uh, we we got, don't. Uh, I mean, we don't have the, the answers to those questions, though. <laughs> no. We we do and, not. And we we no. have to show to no. debate debate the policy. <laughs> no, but I I yes, I can say that as a uh, as a person as an artist that is does have a table in Artist Alley that I'm glad that you know I don't have to worry about someone next to me you know taking digital shortcuts. Um, and, and, and not really being a, a quote unquote, an artist yet, you right, know, which, that kind of thing. Did, so, which does it mean um, what, what Drew brought up in the comments? Uh, if you use what Photoshop to AI to edit an image, like crop something uh, out or to remove. Mm. Yeah. I mean, mm. like I said, there's a lot of like 
things that are are uh yeah. but there are definitely the programs out there that a lot of people are using online to create the entire yeah, that's what i'm saying it's it's not the policy um, isn't and targeting and one people of, who are using editing tools on our original mm-hmm. work right yeah not like yeah not everybody yeah if people who use Photoshop are not automatically going to be arrested or, or booted out or anything like that. So, um, uh, in fact, I like Photoshop. I think it's a great tool. Um, I have not played around with the AI part of it, um, but I understand that it is, it's pretty powerful, at least in the new version. So, um, yeah, these are, it's ongoing questions, but, but if you're, if you're there selling, you know, obviously art that's created by, uh, computers and that is look that is and what's even worse and that's why it's mentioned I think in the statement that it's using copyrighted material in that art then right. then there's that's plenty of be a artists who use so. computers to create their art yes but it's original yeah. artwork that's common practice yeah. right. it's probably the IP goes back exactly. to IP mm-hmm. but the, the, you exactly. know the, the, then I can exactly. also raise a whole other question like fan art you know fan art we, we don't it does. Fan artists, we don't own the IP because we're making fan art. Which and I and I know that's right. that was well, a discussion that was brought up when the notice was first posted. That, yeah. Right, because talking about copyrighted images yeah. and, and that. So yeah, it's one of those uh ongoing issues that uh we are are all artists have. Yeah. And uh but it's it's I'm glad to see that Dragon Con is at least addressing it. Um, and you know, we'll see what happens. So, um, and I hate to break this uh, news to you all, but I'm not a real person. I'm actually an AI. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I, I, I did see, I did no, see no, your I, seven I, fingers I, I, earlier. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, Channing, unfortunately seeing your vacation pictures, we knew you're all too <laughs> We know we we know that those were not uh, enhanced by any AI okay. or program. Wait, let me go log my Instagram real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I believe that's all the news and notes that I have. Um, anything else that uh, you guys uh, spotted for for news no, or you, notes you, for Dragon you Con? It all. <laughs> yeah. We- we yeah, gave yeah, you, you, we yeah, gave, you get the highlights, the lowlights. Yeah, lights. we gave you our notes earlier. You covered them all. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, so yeah, we'll uh, get to the hotel information and some of the items there in a little bit. But first, we we do have a lot of guests. I already, announcements. I already now, streamed them. Dragon Con. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> While you were going over the notes. <laughs> I do. How did I miss that? All right. So we have a ton of guest announcements. Um, DragonCon went ahead and, and, and yeah, posted mostly authors, which there are a ton of. I don't know if people realize how many authors and writers are actually like, you know, at DragonCon every year. And but it's it's an it's amazing chunk of the guests. Yeah. So I don't know if our viewers noticed on the last Uh, episode, but we've kind of implemented a change here. Uh, because uh, listing off all the guests takes a really long amount of time and we know that everybody likes to drink with us when we mess up stuff, but it can also take like 35 minutes to run through the list. So now we're uh, just 
kind of will highlight some each episode. I'll stream us or scroll a selection of guest announcements. But as Mike said, yeah, they've had authors, we've had costumers announced it, announced comic artists, uh, voice actors, a lot of friends of the show here, and scientists. So you can find the list as people get added by going to DragonCon's website. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and again, I am extremely honored to uh, be among the guest list, uh, the guests this year. Once again, um, it is a it's something that I don't take for granted. Um, I'm very, very excited uh, to be uh, part of uh, the Artist Alley and to help out with panels. So I'm um, looking forward to all of that this year yeah. as well. And this is this so, is the part of the guest announcements that I really like. Because, you know, don't get me wrong, I love the celebrities and all. But I also like mm-hmm. it when they announce guests that I have the potential to meet and possibly learn from. Or just, you know, artists that I like, like uh, Marcus the Visual, he's going to be there. I love a lot of his stuff. And, you know, as much as I want to see... Um, um, uh, Patrick Stewart, I know that's not likely to happen, but I can, you know, go He's see Marcus and maybe before. drop him a couple of dollars for his work. <laughs> no, I mean, like, meet, sit down, uh, yeah, and talk gotcha. to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, some of the authors, they write about topics that I like. So, yeah, I, I usually like this kind of early period where it's more the attending professionals than um, big time guest names. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think it's just, it, it shows the scope, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people think, Oh, I don't go there for the guests. I'm not really big on celebrities or whatever, but like you said, Channing, a lot of the guests aren't, are not the, the big celebrity. I mean, I think that's like, well, I think it's funny when you see a lot of people who Uh, argue that, you know, you're not going to con for the guests or, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, I am not going to Dragon Con for like TV and movie actors. They're a nice bonus, but, you know, there's at least some guests I'm going for, whether it's the costume track or the comics track or, you know, sitting in on a voice actor panel. You know, so I think to some degree, there is usually a guest announced that somebody is going for. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm always intrigued by the more science oriented guests that they get, which is a tremendous amount of people, um, people involved with NASA, people involved that are like, you know, geneticists, people that are involved with, um, psychology, people that are like all these different aspects that are coming to Dragon Con to do different things. And, um, you know, they're not the one, they're the ones out there doing quote unquote, the real work you know, or some real important work, I feel like. And yeah, I mean, we're all like, everybody's like waiting in line and spending the money to do get their picture with Patrick Stewart or whatever, but to use your point, Janning, but, uh, but I mean, these people are like really, really like doing some good stuff. Um, you know, uh, so, uh, yeah. So look at the list. Um, hopefully there's names on there that you recognize um i mean when when we when they get the big names uh that are they'll that i'm sure they'll start announcing before long um we'll report those as well but we just definitely wanted to make sure that we gave a shout out to 
as many of the people um, that we could as far that that are going to be there, because I think in some ways they all deserve a little bit of a, you know, a teeny tiny spotlight as much as we can give them. And if we can't like, you know, mispronounce their names. Which, which <laughs> hey, there was plenty at least... of them that have been added recently that we could have mispronounced their names. Because there's, oh, there, there's yeah. over Absolutely. 100 names on the guest list so far. So. Oof. Yeah. It's a lot of drinking. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was going to say you can, Sorry. you can, you can, you can, you, you can play the home yeah. version. Yeah, I, I think us not reading the guest announcement. We are we're saving lives by us not reading the guest name. To public service. Yes, yes. Um, we apologize to all the local liquor stores though, who are not going to make um, as much of a profit in, in, as in times past. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, um, well, I, you know, it's still early. I yeah, think people we are still, still like getting their pie. It's still early. They, absolutely. <laughs> if we haven't already, um, we could still, you know, definitely. Uh, well, a lot of people don't have their pie ingredients all like put together yet. So, you know, we're waiting for the we're waiting for the pie. If it helps, I think I misspelled Travis Kelsey's last name, but you know it got the point across. Yes, you, you did. You did mispronounce, uh, misspell it. Yes, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know what, everybody, that's that's what we need for Dragon Con. Let's just start the campaign now. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So those are the news, notes, announcements, uh, whatnot. Uh, we're going to take, for the people who are listening, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk all about hotels. Ah! We are the Cigar Nerds, bringing nerdy sophistication and geeky indulgence on all topics, including movies, video games, science, and pop culture news, all from the Nerd Cave Cigar Lounge. Find us on iTunes, Stitchers, Google Play, and wherever fine podcasts are found, including esonetwork.com and cigarnerdpodcast.com. So fire up a cigar, it's time to get nerdy. Attention, people of Earth! Looking for a way to kill half an hour every week? Try the Flopcast! It's a silly podcast about cartoons, music, comics, movies, obscure pop culture from the 70s and 80s, and chickens. (laughs) Join us! Bring coffee! We're on the ESO Network. And we're at Flopcast.com. Net. Howdy and welcome back. And we're here to talk with the uh, with Russ about the host hotel hunger games, all the hijinks, everything that goes on with the hotels. So many hijinks. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 you know, last last fall when the hunger games happened, I, I don't think there was a single one. Of the host hotels, their on sales that went on without hitches. Yeah, um, it seemed like it was a nightmare every time it happened. And what? <laughs> okay, we say in the beginning of this uh, that, that we're not the official podcast. We have no official connections, and yet my, my I I was getting personal messages. I was getting emails. People were saying help, <laughs> like like people reaching out going. You you have to talk about this. You have to help us. Uh, this is horrible. Um, and 
I think this year was the worst I've I've ever seen it as far as uh, you know we talked last month we talked about things that we would never change about Dragon Con ever change because we love it so much this month we're talking about maybe some things that might need to change uh, because I feel personally and this is my unofficial opinion but that the hotel hunger games the hotel situation is the worst part of dragon con it's it's the most stressful part for me um it, it's yeah so um i i haven't got a room yet uh so i i'm kind of waiting um we've got uh you know i like to stay at the westin as i said before so uh there's a window of opportunity maybe coming up in a week or so about that but we'll see about that but um Russ, I'm going to turn it over to you for a minute. Like, what what happened last last autumn? <laughs> Not even last thought. Last month. Oh gosh, um, the Grand Cortland well, Corgi. Well, 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 let, yeah. let, maybe even last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Let, let let's let's go back and with the start of it, and then we'll we'll continue into more recent stuff. But as far as the Cortland losing the initial... legacies, <laughs> yes, exactly. Like right from the beginning, right? Yeah. From the very start, we had there were issues with the host hotels. The uh, Cortland Grand uh, didn't follow on the promises to retain legacy to uh, current uh, reservation holders, and uh, that just started, you know, the ball rolling, so to speak, on a never-ending nightmare that continues <laughs> with the Cortland Grand the past uh, few weeks. Uh, the Cortland Grand is supposed to charge the reservations in the next few weeks, but they decided to charge them at the beginning of February, the full amount. So a lot of people were hit uh, completely unaware. They they weren't prepared, prepared for it, and uh, there's been a lot of uh, outcry, so to speak. Basically, basically they – yes, Zan, we, we know they didn't have a guaranteed legacy. I see Sam posting that, but – the staff told us we were guaranteed legacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the same as staff told us this year not to pay, that we weren't being charged ahead of time. And like a lot of us are like, that's not the way it goes. Like we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be charged now. And they said no. And then there's even a few of us who tried to pay just to guarantee our room is there. And they said no. Uh and and then their reservation confirmations did not, you know, didn't match what the DragCon website said. And so I kept money on my card just, you know, because I knew something was off. So, uh, yeah, you know, the charge went through because because I stay there and they recognize the hotel. But I know, yeah, not everybody has the luxury of just keeping a certain amount of money on a card, hoping it's going to hit, especially if it's, a, you know, directly to your bank. And you've been told right. you're not going to be charged. Yeah. When you're budgeting, planning for that charge to come out at a certain date and uh, they arbitrarily change it, that's a bit of a shock for a lot of people. Yeah. Especially if, the, you know, I know some people who were told they weren't going to be charged till check-in. Uh, which, and to, to be honest, they did that to people last year as well. Like I, I paid ahead of time because I paid before they switched over to being the Cortland. I paid when they were still the Sheridan and people who got their rooms booked after the switchover, 
they, uh, some of them paid ahead of time, some of them didn't. So I heard a lot of people, you know, with having discussions with oh. the front desk that they had already paid and then they had to pull up their statements to prove they already paid because they had a note that said pay at check-in. And yeah, so it's just, it's when, just... <laughs> when I went to check-in at the uh, Cortland this year, the room that I reserved a poolside double was gone. They transferred me to a standard double and reduced the rate. But when I got my credit card statement, they charged me the poolside double rate for the whole stay. Hmm. So, and that was last yeah, year, 2023. Wow. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, like, uh, I mean, one of the things that we liked about Dragon, one of the things that we love about Dragon Con is the fact that it takes place not in a convention center, but in different hotels. And that's great. The, but the, the downside is, is that each one of these hotels, well, some of them are owned by different organizations. They have different rules. They do different things. Some do legacy, right. some don't do legacy. They, they, you know, and it's, it's, it's really confusing to a lot of people. Well, all, they, they, they go against what they say are their policies, and, you know? And, and yeah, and it's, it, and they, and a lot of people, a lot of people give, even if they're not really down and out, like lying, they're actually like, just, they don't know because, uh, a lot, a lot of the people that you talk to, you have to be careful who you talk to because a lot of people don't know. Um, Correct. You know, you can talk to someone who's at the desk, and they're not going to know necessarily, um, and it's, then they'll give you the wrong information. But group reservations should know, <laughs> and, that, they should. and that's who a yes. lot of people dealt with. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, and it, you know, it, just I think almost every hotel has had something wild happen throughout the years, you know, with bookings and whatnot. Sure. And I, I, I would just like for it to get to the point where the hotel stops blaming Dragon Con because we get so yeah. many people who at the hotels are like, well, Dragon Con changed the policy. You need to talk to Dragon Con. It's like Dragon Con has nothing to do with how with you, how you handle booking your rooms. Right. right and right. and if there's an issue it's not on them to fix it they have a contract with you but but mm -hmm. the hotel's the one yeah. who sets the policy i can sure. only imagine i mean if i was getting hit with dms and and people like saying hey help us i can only imagine that tony and rachel and everybody in that office in the dragon con office getting was getting swamped. slammed <laughs> yeah well i know i know for a fact they are they were because they they mentioned it in the discord Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if um, Grand, Grand Corgi is going to do it, but I feel like Grand Corgi is in the same situation the Hilton was in about four or five years ago. People were really kind of upset with how the Hilton participated in the con no, that was and how just, they just that, handled con. That was just two years ago. Hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. wow feels like it was longer yeah but no, but then but you they, see the hilton kind yeah, of turn around and yeah, said hey they, they did a yeah. lot better this past year right man man it feel, I, feel, I guess it's like titanic feels like it's been 84 years um yeah yeah i feel like grand corgi is gonna have to do something they're really gonna need to to turn it around this year to build up some, well, it's not, some it good was, credit it's also, it's like it was there was also issues with people staying on site this past year that a lot of people were disgruntled about and then to have it followed up yeah. by then, you know, not being given the correct booking info and then not being given the correct info on when the charge was going through. 
it, it just hits one right after the other. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, please, somebody, management, please step up and tell all the staff to follow the same same line. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't know, just then to just say, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'll find out. Right. Yeah. But I, 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 and, and I also, you know, I mean, you guys have direct experience with, uh, Cortland Grand. Um, but I also know that when the Hyatt was available, you know, there was some issues there. Um, there, when the, when the, uh, Marriott went up, there was, I think that was a big pesky issue there or something. If I remember correctly, it's always pesky. It's pesky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you, I mean, because we can, we can feel free to talk about it, but it is, is, is a lot, is a big problem with pesky. Like, is that, is that, is that a, I mean, I don't even know if that's used for anything else. Oh yeah. It's used across the convention industry. It's, it has been for yeah. years. Because I don't think I've ever used it before for anything else. Uh, and PAX, I, I, I know see- PAX uses Passkey. Uh, San Japan here in town, in, in Texas, uses Passkey. Uh, Does Gen Con use Passkey? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if they do or not. It's pretty big. So, somebody in the comments could probably, I'm sure we yeah. have some Gen Coners in the comments that could tell us. But yeah, I've had to use Passkey for Do they have better... Do they have better experience with other shows? No. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I think they've just become the biggest game in town yeah. for that kind of thing. So um, I know that uh, when I, yeah. uh, oh, there we go. Katsukon uses Passkey, somebody said. Um, when I've used it for other events, they release the rooms in waves. So it's not a free-for-all at once. Uh, and the waiting room actually works. Uh, okay. So I haven't, I haven't been booted out the way I have for Dragon Con. And like, the, I've only used Passkey once booking for Dragon Con, and after that experience, I just started calling the hotels directly until I got, until I moved over to Sheridan. And now you'd be calling them again. Yeah, and now I just and now I just made Deborah take a shot. <laughs> the uh, I don't know what I I don't think uh, it was up. I don't think I know it wasn't you. They weren't using it then, but it's been a while. It's been about a decade since I've been to San Diego. But in going to San Diego, I mean, obviously the experience there. They have, you know, a lot of the same issues with uh, DragonCon does with uh, host hotels. Or they don't have host hotels, but the hotels are going like crazy. But I, you know, and I don't know how they've addressed it. I don't know if they're using Passkey or not. But um, same thing with New York. And those are the yeah. two of the biggest shows in the country, right? So, um, but I, I don't maybe, and you know, I don't hear as much about problems with those than I do than I do with you know Dragon Con. But are um, you in groups for those events? I mean I Facebook groups or anything I, I, like that? I don't I don't monitor it as closely, uh, but yet, you know, I know enough people who go to those that if I think it was an issue, it would come up. But I don't, you know I can't I can't say that for sure. So um but 
Yeah, I, I do know that I by the time the Weston was the last to go on sale. And I know in previous years, uh, I've had pretty good luck getting a room at the Weston. Um, but this year was, I did not have any luck getting a room at the Weston. Um, and furthermore, it was, it seemed to me that there were a lot more people trying to get a room at the Westin because of what happened with all the other hotels. Um, so, Russ, did you uh, see that on your end? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> well, I've always been preaching the Westin as a backup uh, for for years. It's an ideal backup. A lot of people overlook it because they're focused on the Marriott, the Hyatt, and the Hilton. And right. after the big three, the Marriott Hunger Games to be the last one, suddenly they scramble. And you know, during that time, the Westin rooms have been open for in the past would be open for a few days. Uh, they're going a lot faster now. The Western Hunger Games uh, this year were uh, frustrating. <laughs> as frustrating as the uh, Marriott, in some ways. But there's been a lot of a lot of uh, shift to it. When the Western changed their uh, deposit structure, where they didn't actually take anything out uh, for months until yeah, later, that yeah. that really that was a game changer for the hotel. Yeah, I can I can imagine that too. It could just be a a, a combination of all those things. Well, right? I think Where, that's how uh, the Cortland ended up going so quickly, as well, because people saw that language in the booking saying you didn't have to pay until check in. So I think I well, and I know that some people did book it as a backup because they would specifically said it. Well, they're not charging me, so I'm booking it as a backup. Uh, so anytime yeah. there's the the thought, you know you don't have to pay a deposit or the whole thing up front. And there's not going to be a, well, if it says there's not going to be a penalty, then yeah, people are going to take advantage of that. Cause then, you know, you're guaranteed a spot. But with the Weston, I know that it's not that you don't have to pay till check-in or check-out. You have to pay March. in March. Yeah. yeah but that's uh, still a, you, you can book a room without being charged right then and find something better. You can. So that's going to be really interesting. That leads me to, um, you know, I guess my hope and, and, and maybe fear that in about, you know, 10 days or so on the 5th, I think it's the 5th, right, of March, that, uh, that the Westin starts charging everybody, uh, not just a deposit, yeah. the full amount. Um, and it is, it's one of those things where if it doesn't go through, boom, you lost your room. Um, and if it does go through, it's non-refundable, so you're stuck with it. Um, and it's a lot of money to come up with um, in March uh, or any time, really. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how many people, Russ, to use your point, use it as a backup and are just like, I don't care, and then let it go. Or people who won't be able to afford it um, on the 5th um, for whatever reason. And there may be rooms that become available. Yeah, likely there will be rooms at the Westin and the Marriott that open up in the next few weeks. And That's in past true. years, why, why why did you say the Marriott too? Is that something? Are they charging too or something? I believe or? the Marriott. I have to double check, but I believe the Marriott's charging too in the near future. I could, yes, could be mistaken, yeah. but I thought they were too. I I saw people making the heads up. People, this is happening in a week. Yeah. post for for both Westin and, Mar and Marriott. So keep an eye out for both of those. The, 
So the yeah. now, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the Weston and the Marriott are they are they owned by the same company? Bonvoy Marriott. Bon, they're both Bonvoy comp- yeah. companies. Yeah, but they have, but they have slightly different rules. Each mm-hmm. one of them, right? So yeah, it's not just a oh, it's owned by the same company, so it's the same thing. Correct, correct. So yeah, they're they're very gotcha. they're owned by the same parent company, uh, but they have their own pro, uh, procedures on how they handle rooms and re- reservations. So so next month, at the beginning of next month, sometime in March, we might get a you know Hunger Games Part Two. Yeah, I don't know, maybe like yeah, the rebooking, the few dozen. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because it's not going to be a lot, right? No, the Western in past years they have had a second drop in the spring. It it's varied uh, year to year, but there is a possibility that even after uh, the next coming uh, March, that there may be another drop in say May or June. So. Yeah, and there, there's also sporadically mm-hmm. each each hotel has had rooms open up over the past two months at at yes. con rate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I saw that actually. There's a couple times where I saw that the Westin, but of course, if you don't jump on that, <laughs> you know, you yeah. just have to be. Oh, yeah, that's that's quick. a right time, right place, right amount yeah. of money in the account. That's the type of thing. Yeah. Right? Also, it's, it's not, it's a matter of, we're not just, con- you're not just competing with trying to find information on Facebook now. There's, you know, Discord yeah. updates just yeah. as fast, if not faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Reddit posts explode when hotel information is, is available, hotel rooms are available. So, so that, let me ask you, because it seemed like by talking to you, Jen, um, about this when we were discussing it in October or so when it was happening, it seems like Discord and maybe Channing, you can chime in too, but is, and, and Russ definitely, is 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 Discord like the place to go to to help you with this? now is that the is that the best tool to use if you want i'd say immediate information just in the dragon con discord you know there's channels broken down for each hotel not as in a way to get hotel information as the dominant function (laughs) yeah but but, you know like i mainly hang out in in the one for Cortland because that's where i stay so that's how I found the link before, you know, we were supposed to have it emailed. It didn't get emailed. I just happened to be in the discord and somebody's like, Hey, here's the link. That's how I got my room. And then it, you know, it didn't get posted anywhere else for about 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden it hit Facebook and then, you know, everybody's like, wait, we're supposed to get emails. So I'm like, if you hadn't have been a lot of people, if they weren't in the discord, they didn't, they didn't even know the rooms opened up. And I, so that can happen in each of the the channels for the hotels on the Discord. Uh, but sometimes it all it, it's it's up in the air. Sometimes it happens simultaneously. Some some sometimes somebody posts it immediately to Discord and immediately posts it to one of the Facebook groups. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it it varies on who has the information, who's sharing it. I mean, they're only going to share it on what platforms they're used to working on. So you have to cast a wide net. Is there any sort of uh, resource that you guys uh, recommend? All of them. (laughs) As many as you can find, actually. Yeah, I mean, there's 
there's there's multiple multiple hotel groups on Facebook. Uh, you know, Russ is part of the Dragon Con connection. Zan has the Dragon Con Rooms group. Uh, I know there's uh, a few other Facebook groups yeah. for Mike Collin has a group, and uh, there's a Cheap Klingons group as well. Yeah. So there's a, there's a few of them out there. Good resources. Uh, and and again, you know, in the in join the Dragon Con Discord. If nothing else, people, you know, you might just randomly see somebody in one of the hotel groups be like, hey, I heard there's rooms available. Uh, or just randomly post the link, like like what happened last year. So it is it is a lot of it does require a lot of work. Yes. And it adds. And of course, that adds to a lot of stress. Uh, and and there's a big element of luck to it also, unfortunately. Yes, absolutely. Persistence. So, so, um, you know, going forward, do we think that this is a, a big enough issue that Dragon Con itself needs to deal with? I don't think Um, that it is something that Dragon Con can deal with. Oh. They don't. They don't yeah. run the hotels, and they're not the manager of the hotels. They don't set hotel policy. I think this was just a learning curve for a number of hotels, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. I mean, Dragon Con can say, "Hey, we we're not exactly thrilled with the way this process went," but that doesn't mean the hotel has to do anything about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Dragon, you know, with any event, there's a contract signed with a hotel, and and the the event happen, you know, place they're they're bringing in people and they're renting event space and allotting a con block of rooms, but you know, outside of that, the rest of the policy is can is it's up to the hotel. It's you know well, who who's responsible for like you know having it be part of having it be all through passkey the national brand of hotel like let's does marriott marriott uses passkey right yeah they used it for the western yeah 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 it's then it's every marriott and it's every western it's not it's not just you know there in in atlanta it's that means that's a a national system they use for booking all their events at every location yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they'd have to change it corporate wide and that ain't happening. Um, <laughs> there are, yeah, there aren't many events like Dragon Con, and no, when no, the room blocks they, open up, they could you know do better. Devote some server. They could devote some server power when they yeah. you know know it's going to be hit all at once. Yeah, upgrade that window. <laughs> yeah. Windows XP is a little outdated, guys. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that was crazy during one of yeah, because I during I remember during one of them. Uh, this past uh, October or whatever, um, like it depended what browser you used, whether or not you could get a room. There were people that were using certain browsers that they were getting error messages, while other people were just able to get right in and and get a room. I mean, sometimes it works on your phone. Sometimes it only works on your phone. I mean that that sort of stuff it's, is crazy. It's technology, man. The con doesn't have anything to do with that. That goes back to the whole debugging the the site before you launch it. <laughs> and and I also understand too that when as something gets you know bigger and bigger and bigger, 
the more people who are interested, the more people you have to deal with. And it's going to be tougher for everybody, like for everybody involved, right? Like it's the fact of the matter is, is that the hotels are doing this because they can do this because it's such a popular thing, right? Um, and they can, they're not apt to change anything because they they're, they're still selling out every room that they have, right? They're making money. So, eh, I don't care. Exactly. They're making money. So there's no incentive for them really to do anything different. No. Uh, and so it's very, very difficult. I I do wonder um, with, even though, I mean, it was kind of difficult to tell with all the chaos that was happening, but with this sort of increased interest in rooms, you guys think that that means necessarily that there's that we're going to get an increase in terms of people attending next year or this year? Well, I, they've said before that they will slowly be increasing attendance each year. Now, will, will we yeah. know what those numbers are? No, not until they give us a tally at the end. Because uh, mm-hmm. you don't want that mad rush of people but saying, I, I, I have to go because they're going to cap it, you know. <laughs> right, but I, but yeah, I'm not, but I'm not speaking as as much as what they're going to limit, um, because as far as we know, they've never reached that limit. Mm. Um, so, but I, as I don't far know, as 2019. Inter- I'm pretty sure we reached that limit. <laughs> <laughs> 2019, there was no, there was still no limit, and they they were like, I I think that's when they were like, yeah, this is this is kind of big, so. Uh, and who knew that, you know, things that history would make that decision for them as far as the next few years. Uh, but, but I do wonder if, cause I, I do see that more and more, more and more uh, people are more and more people are going out, more and more people are doing concerts, more and more people are going and doing. So I do think that, you know, that there's going to be an uptick just naturally as far as the people that are coming to dragon con. Um, so uh, I do yeah. expect that it's going to, and I, and I do see that whereas people the last couple of years were even, uh, even this past year were kind of hesitant because they didn't want to get sick or whatever. I think that's like not even a factor anymore. No, it's, I, I've seen from plenty of people, it's still a factor. Uh, but mm-hmm. I also, see, or I should say it's not as factor as much. I, I still, yeah. I, I'm seeing a lot of people say they haven't been to con since like 2012. They're coming back this year, you know, so mm, yeah. not everybody can go to the same convent event every year, especially those of us who live out of state, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a monetary and time crunch that, that we each mm-hmm. all have to make that individual decision for. I mean, I, I'm lucky right. that I can do it. Uh, well, I think the three of us here, besides Mike, we're all coming from out of state. Uh, so we're, we're all lucky that we can do that. But, you know, some people have to do the, yeah, I'll go every five years. I'll go every decade. So, <laughs> uh, so spring training. I, I definitely think, I think every year since the world will open back up, yes, we're going to see uptick, which means there's more people. Yeah taking up space there's more people to compete with for with rooms for it um i think maybe more of us just need to stop wanting to stay at host hotels but we're part of that group so (laughs) (laughs) you know i've stayed off i stayed at an overflow once 
did mm-hmm. not save the money yeah. I thought I would because I was in an Uber. So mm. it 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 and yeah, yeah I think we talked about too. it in the past. We we've talked about that in the past, but I think also, and that's why I really wanted to focus on the host hotels because I know that mm-hmm. there were issues with some of the other hotels as well. And yes, that is available as an option. However, Atlanta has other things going on, as we all know, True. during Labor Day weekend. So it's not as if all the hotel. It's not like see that's that's a difference with San, like a, a show like San Diego is that you know when San Diego Comic Con happens, that's the only thing going on. That's, yeah, there's four times the amount of people there, too, though. I'd say you're still competing with the same amount of people. You're, that may be, that may be, but, um, you know, fill, well, not when you consider that, well, I guess, what but I mean, I, filling that, I, filling that my stadium. My friends have seen, sent me videos from the red light district. Like, that's a madhouse. It is crazy. Uh, having done it and, and having been there, it is it is a crazy experience. But it it blows my mind to think that like everybody who came to Dragon Con last year could fit in you know Mercedes Benz Stadium <laughs> that in Atlanta that is also actually going to be full up that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. So you're talking yeah. about like whatever Dragon Con pulls in, we're looking at twice that, and that's just for those two events, right? Uh, because yeah. there will be that the the football game going on there, so it's going to be it's huge, um, mm-hmm. and it is a pain. Um, it's a pain. It's stressful. I personally would love to see ways or solutions to, as to how it can be less stressful. Um, but um, you know, I, I I definitely think that I don't know. What do you guys have any ideas or? thoughts as to what could be done to help or is it just something that we're a curse that we're we're dealt with dragon con is very aware of the complaints with all the hotels oh absolutely so i i'm sure they are doing whatever they can to work with the hotels to make things better they've seen the suggestions of adding another host but then again where do you go like there's the ritz but it's not really a con hotel and they don't really have event space there's indigo but then you're looking at the same issue uh now there's new hotels being built downtown around the the footprint once those open i'm sure if nothing else they're going to become overflows Mm -hmm. uh it's going to be a while before those are open I, i i think you know one of the biggest improvements to be made is just hotels to beef up the infrastructure of their booking software yeah this was a painful yeah. lesson for the west and the mayor this year um do you think do you think they got that message yeah i'm sure they're, I'm, <laughs> i, I, I sent gifts sure. to them <laughs> i sent them cookies i'm sure, sure the phone staff <laughs> it, it was like please fix their software yeah right. they got a lot of and there's, and there's another thing that people are forgetting about. Um, I saw the story today in the Wall Street Journal. Hotels are more understaffed than ever. Yeah. Not just, you know, like the room service and that, but just, you know, IT people, tech people. Um, they're understaffed with even that now. So now you've got a system that, as far as they're concerned, works okay and makes them money. And you want them to hire people to upgrade it yeah no they're they're it's always comes back to money what we've had we've had what, two hotels who've had changeovers and staff what you know 
management all the way to a new company, you know, Hilton two years ago when their stuff happened, they had a new, a new manager of events. Yeah. Uh, And then Sheraton became a whole new hotel with a, a majority of new staff. You know, there was some people I recognized from previous, like the Starbucks lady was the same, same coffee lady at the Cortland that I've met in years past. <laughs> Yay. But, uh, I don't, can't say that I recognized other staff there. So there was a lot of people that came into a situation of not knowing what the hell DragonCon was. Or yeah, that was that was weird timing on that. I mean, bad timing on that because the, when the deal went through, it was like right before. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of deer in the headlights um, looks <laughs> at the Sheridan drink. Oh, <laughs> again. <laughs> so, um, y'all drinking for the Sheridan? <laughs> Oh, now you got to drink again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, it is an ongoing battle that we can only hope uh, gets better. We're going to, yeah, we're going to complain about it every year. We're still going to do it. (laughs) Patience and persistence. That's the key. I think, you know, not just, not just us, you know, I think, I think it, it has to be said if you have something, you know, on your mind, if you want to complain, complain to them. You know, I mean, I, it, you know, it, 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 it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. And who knows? It might make a difference. But don't be rude uh, about it. And- no. No, oh, no, no, yeah. never. Because that, I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. Don't carpet bomb them or anything like that. You know, right. like, um, uh, and, and, and I don't know if that, yeah, that does anything, but, um, just makes you feel better. Yeah. But also on the same token, I will say this too. If they're doing something right, let them know. Because, uh, you know, if they just hear negative stuff all day, that, that's easy to tune out as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a, as True. an employee as a you know customer service manager as a company as a corporation they can tune that out because they hear that all day but yeah but again if you put something constructively going back to the hilton look what happened when people mm-hmm. weren't rude about it and it you know explained some of the issues and things that just mm-hmm. weren't in the spirit of yeah. what we expect at dragon con yeah. and they made adjustments and they made quite a few of them in just one year yeah. So they, they keep going the dire- that direction. It means that <laughs> things can only get better. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely on the ground stuff that they can improve. But as far as the pass key issue, as big as Dragon Con is, and as much as we like it and love it, to them it's just another event. Um, it would take. I mean, we're talking like Dragon Con, the Southeastern Conference, um, pretty much every major event that happens in Atlanta would just need to form a union basically and go to the hotels and say, pass key sucks. You all need to do something about this. But then to Jen's point, we're going to complain about it every year, but they know they've got us. So there's really no incentive for them to switch out. Cause what, what are we going to do? Book another way? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I'll use the phone. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> or stay at another hotel. Yeah, they they know. Yeah. <laughs> Use the phone. How twentieth century? <laughs> it's gotten it has gotten my rooms for Dragon Kong booked eight times out of twelve. So wow. it works. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're the patient person on the phone, the people on the other end love helping you out. They'll work harder. Yeah, they re- yeah. really do. It's great. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, even when booking information has said do not call, I have still called <laughs> and gotten a room. Now, I can't say that's always going to work, but yeah, it, it right. has for me. The, the whole eight years I stayed at the Westin, I never booked online. I got mm-hmm. my room every time by calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I got my Hyatt rooms, I it was from calling, uh, like mm-hmm. hundred calls. <laughs> but, it, but but yeah, but I called. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, hey, it it works sometimes. It's just a matter of, like you say, having the patience to do it. Well, and I think the key to that is, you know, I mean, as as uh, as old fashioned as it sounds, is that when you call and you finally get through, you're actually talking to a person. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. you can that you can talk to and deal with. Um, And uh, and that's, uh, you know, easier. Yeah. I will say, don't try flirting with them over the phone. I can attest that that does not work. Um, it has failed me 12 times out of 12. You know, it just it just doesn't work, you know. It's just, just not a thing. Yeah. Who the fuck? All right. Well, in addition to all of the hijinks that we spoke of and all the other issues that are going on with the hotels, there was a couple of news items regarding the Marriott that uh, I think we would definitely uh, are of note. Um, first and foremost, um, we've got a new carpet. My understanding is is that uh, at least one floor of the Marriott has a, has a new has a new uh, lid on. Well, not a lid because it's on the carpet, but a little new rug. Is that correct? Uh, Spen, yeah. you, you you should know what the carpet's like. I'm sure if that's true, that Sven is already like getting that pattern, putting it on like a bunch of things. Yeah, I'm like, sure he, is... he already has it. It's probably already done. <laughs> Might be his carpet yeah, for all yeah. we know. <laughs> you know what? That would just save, that would just save him so many steps. Like I'm surprised he's <laughs> exactly yeah. just just supply them with the carpet already. So. Right. No, that that's my um, assignment for the um, the merit the halfway meetup. I have yet to talk to somebody who has physically laid eyes on the new carpet. There was a photo going around, but mm-hmm. a lot of the commenters were saying that's actually an old photo um, from even before the original Marriott carpet. Colt oh was yeah, I'm looking. Okay, so, I'm looking at it now. No, nope. yeah. Oh. So I. Okay, oh, yeah, the comment was, nope, old photo. My guess is the skid marks are not the best marking tool. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> that, that's this isn't the, one, the skid mark so. carpet. No, that's what they're saying. They oh, picked gotcha. an old was... carpet because the skid marks is not a good look. Yeah, <laughs> I Correct. see. I see. <laughs> Correct. And I mean, they probably just have a huge database of photos to pick from. So, yeah, they probably just grabbed one. So yeah, anybody at the um, the halfway meetup, please put some eyes on there. Be our spies. Although, well, people <laughs> did say was they were just there a week ago. 
Um, and they did not see anything. So. Well, if you look at the photo that's associated with the next story that we're going to talk about, the restricted elevator access. The, uh, I can't even tell what ballroom this is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, you can see it's the um, it's the the, the striped carpet. Okay, I know all our viewers are wondering Skid what we're mark. talking about, so give me a second, and I will, I will load. Yeah, this. it actually, um, I mean, the Atlanta Marquee, the Atlanta Marriott Marquis posted this on January thirteenth. They posted a picture of. Uh, they didn't say they had a new heart carpet. They just said there was just a picture that they posted that says you know, um, leave your guests inspired from the moment they walk into our magnificent space, trying to pushing like, you know, for the next Atlanta event. And the picture that they use has this carpet that, uh, um, that is not the one that they used last year. Let's put it that way. So, uh, if it, so if it's an old, it may be an old picture. There, we don't there, you can kind of see it behind Mike. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Where? I can't. <laughs> not, not on my show. I can't. Like, I can't. Yeah. If I'm trying to get his yeah. picture to move, and that's the best I can do, I'm still learning how to use this program. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So the, we don't know if they've actually got a new carpet or not. So yes, if uh, um, someone could let us know. Um, if it is an old carpet or not, but yeah, it is. It's the cover picture that we used for this episode. So, um, you know, the folks in the, in the chat room are looking at that. So, um, well, here, uh, Dan, I'm going to tag you on the post that's on Facebook. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dan, Dan, I just tagged you over on Facebook on the post of it so, so yeah so she'll she she knows her carpets yeah uh, it, it is a ballroom yeah we just yeah but so we don't know if it yeah so you know what's the situation with the carpet and and the merit carpet in that picture so uh because we all know that the carpet is important to us all at dragon Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna have line. the carpet no, cult, cult wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah. so many new cults depend upon it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, a cult has so to the... happen organically. <laughs> like you know, I the, think the, just... the Hyatt tried to start a new carpet cult, and it didn't work until it started shedding and causing little alien life mm. forms. And then it took off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, and and on to the next item, and uh, probably the last one we'll deal with uh, today is um, Marriott. Uh, Someone posted that the Marriott, uh, they were at the Marriott last week, and they posted Mm -hmm. a picture that was a a sort of a notice that was posted by the elevators. And yes, the. the the old carpet or the current carpet that we know is is was there in that picture um but anyway it said dear guest effective february 12th at 10 a.m we have upgraded the security feature on our elevators to bring further security to your stay with us here at atlanta uh marquee please use your key to access your floor by touching your key against the black key card reader um on the elevator and then choose your floor 
Um, stop by the front desk if there's any questions you may have, blah, blah, blah. So now it looks like that the elevators are going to be maybe uh, you won't be able to access the elevator without a key card. You mean like the Westin? Like the Westin already is doing like, it, correct? Like the Hyatt International Tower? Uh, <laughs> like right, like yeah, almost every like other big chain hotel? <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so yes, does this, I, yeah, I think, and is, do you think this is, I mean, I don't, this I don't, will help with maybe, I don't think do you think big, this will help with the security? I don't think it's a big deal. Well, do you think it'll it's help with gonna, the security? It's going to impact any potential Marriott room parties. That's, <laughs> Probably it is not. It's definitely not going to make well, the line also, of the elevator. This is, we, this is. We don't even know if it's going to be in place at con. This is totally a setting True. that can be disabled by a manager. Yeah. Um, they they keep it live at the Westin, but there's not really a need not to have it at the Westin. You know, Marriott's a little bit different. Uh, they could have some of the elevators, like the ones that really go to the higher floors. Those could be key locked. The ones that go to the lower floors, not key locked. Uh, it's very likely just because of how crowded the Marriott gets that they're just going to disable it. And that this is just in place for the rest of the time. Yeah, that gotcha. makes sense. Um, because, you know, not, you can't just have the people going to volunteer village on the 10th floor, only be able to use one or two elevators, you know, hmm. uh, everybody yeah. needs to be, get up, be able to get up there. Uh, you you'd be creating even more of a cluster of people waiting to get in the elevators. Gotcha. It'd be even more entertaining also, the later it gets at night, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it's, it's more like if there's a if there's like a dedicated floor for like celebrities, they could keep that one locked. Like I know they can go in and disable it, but keep it on certain floors as well. So. You know, it could protect penthouses. It could protect the suites. You know, there's there's a, lots of different ways. It's not passkey. It has a lot of ways to run it efficiently. So <laughs> it actually it sounds, works. It sounds like you're suggesting that you know the people on the higher floors are are the most expensive, the, the most exclusive guests should maybe you know have. Uh, be more secure than the other people at the, at the mirror. I'm saying if that's something they have in their contract, <laughs> it's easily it's easy for a hotel to mm-hmm. do it. But you don't need random congoers going up to the penthouse floor. I don't know if Maria has a penthouse. I'm just I know some hotels yeah, yeah. do. Uh, hey, hey, Mike, have you ever seen Snowpiercer? It's it's the same concept. <laughs> <laughs> same concept. Front of the train, back of the but train. Also, even if they did have it's still in place at con, I guarantee you, every time someone gets on that hotel, on the elevator with a key, they're just gonna press every single floor. I mean, that's what everyone does yes. at the West End. One person swipes, everyone says what floor they're going to. Yeah. You know, whether they're guests or not. So there's I I yeah. I I will I I believe, and I could be wrong about this, but I believe that when I swipe mine my card and the elevator, I could be wrong about this, but I believe I only have access to my floor. Unless it was just your key. I mean, <laughs> I, it could be. I, I, and, I, and, I, there I mean, are, there, I and I do know there are a lot of, and now I do know that there are a lot of celebrities that stay at the Westin as well. I have had been blessed to ride with the elevator with a few of them. 
um, share rides with the elevator with a few of them. So I don't know what the situation is there, but I, I, for some reason, I distinctly remember me trying to help somebody to get to their floor and I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't activate their floor because I, my, my card did not access that. Um, I mean, I've used the elevators at the Westin every year. And so I've, I've I'm not saying that, you know, some floors. people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. It may, it I may mean, be, it could be. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so, but regardless, so it, it sounds like this is not going to help or main anything, uh, even if it's active. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's, no. if it's active, it's a standard practice. If it's not, you know, just not, a, I just don't think it's, it is not going to affect the con going experience. As long as elevators opinion. work, yeah. they'll be, they'll yeah, be fine. that's what, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 And, and. The thing about it too is that there's there's ne- there's not going to be <laughs> there's not going to be many uh, opportunities where you're in an elevator by yourself, <laughs> like that you can't exit. Like there's always there's, that's the thing about the elevators is that there's almost always going to be people there hitting you know accessing the elevator for whatever floors, and if you want to, you can just you know go to whatever floor you want. No, and I can see like the way as Zan's saying, the front desk employees are not going to be able to constantly help people get access to floors oh, yeah. every day, especially at two in the morning. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I promise you, if they leave that on at Dragon Con, it will not stay on past day one. I promise you that. <laughs> well, like I said, it's on at the Westin all day, all night. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they got a lot of people coming to their front desk asking them about issues, but I mean, the Marriott is is bigger. So right, the Marriott um, is also more crowded. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that would amplify. Um, but uh, yeah, it should be interesting. So, I don't know. Um, I I wondered if they did this as just sort of natural, you know, there's something that they were going to do anyway, or if it was in response to because a lot of you know there were a lot of break-ins, a lot of reports of. Uh, being you know, rooms being accessed. Except, you know. If that's the case, it's the wrong hotel doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all the hotels, though, right? There were reports in all. The I, well, there's only one. There's one in particular that we heard the bad stuff about. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, if they're doing anything, so they're not owned by the same company, so. All right. Well, um, I think unless anybody else has any other items of note for the hotels or anything else that we should cover this month, I think uh, we are going to draw this episode to a close. Yeah, just uh, so, check all the hotel groups, people. There's plenty on Facebook. Yes. There's a DragonCon Reddit page. There's a DragonCon Discord. So there's m- multiple mm-hmm. places to keep up to date on when rooms open up, when get and get more accurate information on when deposits and full payments are due. Correct. Absolutely. And even though we're talking about it here and we're talking about kind of what happened last time and and all of that, um, we are going to make a concerted effort because we did get a lot of requests for this. Um, We are going to try to make a concerted effort at some point after Dragon Con this year to have an episode where we talk about what's going to happen with the Hunger Games coming up, so that that hopefully can help people navigate through some. Of but it. most prepared. likely, the 
the Cortland will still already be gone. Uh, it's sold out. Well, well, absolutely. And well, and it's, with the caveat it's sold out that before I get home, so with the caveat that um, if we had done that this year after Dragon Con, yeah. um, nothing we would have said could have ever prepared you for the crap that went down with any of the hotels. No. Nothing at all. Nothing. <laughs> Because it was so bizarre. There were things that were happening that nobody could have foreseen. It was so stupidly crazy. Well, well let's just put, there's no way we can ever prepare you for the Cortland people. Because we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're still at con when the rooms go up. True. Uh, True. But, you know, the, the best we can say is if the Cortland is, is on your wish list, to pay attention to the rooms groups. <laughs> Yeah, that's your. That's mm -hmm. going to be your best resource. The rooms opening all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's Fine, the Swin, the Sheridan. Yeah, one last drink for everybody, right? <laughs> all right. Now we're going to draw a close to this episode of the 2024 Dragon Con Report. Big shout out to Russ for joining us. Thanks, Thank guys. you, sir. Thank you. I always appreciate your insight. Uh, where can people track what you know? What you guys are doing online? Um, basically, with the the DragonCon connection, the uh, rooms group on Facebook, it's the primary source. Uh, we hold a contest every DragonCon uh, to support the uh, blood drive. We give away uh, host hotel rooms for the following year. Uh, someone's going to be staying at the fourth floor of the Hilton. I mean, at the Hyatt this year, and also at the Hilton. So uh, we're going to be doing it again for the upcoming convention. But yeah, everything is uh, the DragonCon connection. That'd be the best place. Awesome. We'll have a link to that in our show notes. Uh, Channing, thanks again for joining us this month. Always a pleasure. Um, I learn I learn new things every time I come on this show, and, and I thank you all for that. Well, we appreciate you, and uh, I yeah, that's the point of the show. So um, I'm glad that's happening for somebody, <laughs> <laughs> and me as well, and me as well. Um, and where can people find your stuff online? Um, you can find me on the major social media sites, just at Channing Sherman. You can also see those vacation pictures on Instagram there. We, we um, should give a, a warning, warning for that. Yes, 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 yes. Apparently uh, PG, PG-13, maybe a low R, you know, yeah, 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 we'll say. Um, also, I, I soft-launched my podcast, so look for the Smarty Art Brother, S-M-A-R-T-Y-A-R-T, brother uh wherever fine podcasts can be found not where awesome. bad of ones course, can be found well it depends on who you talk to <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> and of course i've got a uh, my group black geeks of dragon con i always say we're just showcasing some diversity at the con we're not a protest we're a party um, you can find us on facebook at black geeks of dragon con cool absolutely and thank you jen i appreciate it um, where can people find you online? Uh, kind of all over the place. Uh, I'm on, I think, I think my discord name is a little bit odd. Just like you can see, uh, my Instagram name, uh, my Instagram is private, but I do accept follow requests. I just want to make sure you're not a bot. So, but, uh, and, uh, I also run the dragon con parties, meetups and more group. The, uh, my co-runners over there uh dave drinks guinness and brandon from the the viking crawl they're typically more active during this time of the year in there than me just because uh real life is busy <laughs> but but i still pop in there uh as more events 
start getting listed. Although we do have a few events. There is a few con unofficial con events that have been posted over there already. I've noticed already. Um, yeah. Which is, hey, it gets people excited. So, uh, but yeah, be sure and join us over there. We also have a Discord for the party groups as well. Awesome. Awesome. And thanks again for working your magic behind the scenes. We, we really do appreciate it. Um, uh, and also, before we get out of here, I just want to point out um, that uh, it was about roughly within a couple of weeks or so, one year ago, that we last that we lost one of our one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, it's been a hard year without Darren, yeah. and but uh, we still miss him. And I'm, and, you know, I said before it was one last drink, but we're going to do one last drink for. For our good friend Darren, which we still miss incredibly much. So uh, we try to cover all we can with these episodes. But to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website, social media groups, as well as Facebook, Instagram, X, Discord. Actually, I don't think we're doing anything on X anymore. Yeah, so stop saying it. Leave, yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta edit my script. Uh all the fan tracks are active on Facebook, so um, check them out as well. We are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. We also have a Patreon page, ESO Network does. Uh, thank you, patrons, for our, your all your support. We do appreciate it. If you guys want to do some do support us, uh, you can do th so through. We don't have the DragonCon report doesn't have a Patreon page itself, but we are part of the ESO Network, which does have a Patreon page. So whether you're watching or listening to us, please help support us with a like and a share and a subscribe. If you want to leave us direct feedback, contact us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And as always, it's been my pleasure. Take care, stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you all at the con. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. <laughs>